Welcome to the Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I'm Karen Curtis. And on this episode, I'm going to talk to you about human trafficking and sex slaves. This is unbelievable. This is euphoric for those of us in law enforcement. We identified three potential victims of human trafficking that were able to immediately get services. And we found two child predators who were very deviant, very dangerous people for children. This was a huge, huge, huge operation for us. Well, that is our favorite sheriff, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd, and he was able to arrest 102 people in a Polk County human trafficking sting operation. And child predators were among the over 100 people who were arrested. The six-day human trafficking sting operation happened this week, and it was called Operation No Tricks, No Treats, and targeted child predators prostitutes and those who solicit them but it turns out the prostitutes were actually the sex trafficking victims and they're treated differently when they're arrested because the assumption is that they are not suspects sheriff judd says the assumption is that they are victims the moment we arrest someone or take someone into custody that came here to perform sexual conduct for money. We don't treat them initially as a suspect of a crime. We treat them as a potential victim of human trafficking. So they are immediately counseled by our experts. So sex trafficking minors or young girls are typically kidnapped or have run away from home. And in Florida, approximately 40,000 teenage runaways and throwaways hit the streets each year. And some were abused by a family member or forced out of their own homes. And in Florida, 75% of trafficked children are runaways. So kids on the street are extremely vulnerable. But in this case, one victim was lured from South America to the U.S. by someone her mom thought was a friend. She came to the undercover site to perform sex for $230. And she was only 17 years old. The... 17-year-old said, well, I thought he was my friend. Well, he was her pimp, and he was trafficking her. And this is a very common thread. And let me tell you a little history on her. Back in 2019, when she was only 15 years old, she met her trafficker in another country. This trafficker, she and her mother thought were her friend. May 2021, our victim of human trafficking with her mother came here from Colombia via Mexico. The mom entered the country illegally, and that's important to understand. The mom entered the country illegally, and she was met in the United States by the trafficker who she had originally met in the Dominican Republic or Guatemala. So we highly suspect that the victim's mom may also be involved or a victim of human trafficking. We know this deal was set up by her trafficker. He's not in custody, he's under investigation, and I can assure you that we're gonna do our best to locate him. And here's Dr. Marianne Thomas with one more child with a warning for parents. These people, these traffickers came as a friend. And so for parents who are listening to this, please know it's not the boogeyman out there that's coming after your child. It's someone who already has contact with your child, someone who knows your child on social media, someone who already has relationship with your child. And so it's very important that as parents that we do our part to make our children safe online as well. 
These scumbags are trolling around apps that attract children, and especially apps where there can be some sort of discourse or communication with the child. It's super scary. Now, Sheriff Judd says that the sting also found two more victims of human trafficking. One of them was from Utah. The other one was from Mexico. They were 20 years of age. The young lady from Mexico is here illegally. And she came here with the lady from Utah to engage in sex for $550. This was set up by a pimp for this deal to occur. They don't have any previous criminal history. They're young girls, but they're being taken advantage of by these pimps. And Sheriff Judd believes that there were more victims of human trafficking among the prostitutes, but they were too afraid to speak up and ask for help. Perhaps they were illegal immigrants or they thought that their pimps might kill them. They're just afraid. There's all kinds of reasons that they don't speak up and they don't know that help is available to them. What's scary about this is we suspect many more of these young ladies are also victims of human trafficking, but they would not work with us. They would not admit that they were victims of human trafficking. So as a result, we weren't able to even get to the first step with them. These three, we celebrate because we were able to get to the first step. One out of three runaway teens will be lured by a sex trafficker and forced to prostitute herself within 48 hours of being on her own. And this is according to the National Incident Studies of Missing, Abducted, Runaway, and Throwaway Children. Young runaways may be approached by a man or sometimes a woman who compliments them, offers them a meal, a place to stay, a job. They're very friendly. They're your friend. Unfortunately, the modeling job turns into prostitution, exotic dancing, stripping, or pornography. You may go up to a girl and say, hey, you're beautiful. Would you like to be a model? I can take pictures of you. And then through physical force, fraud, and coercion, they get them to have sex for money. And then they keep the money and make the girls keep having sex over and over again. And they're forced to do this in hotel rooms, private homes, adult clubs, cars on the street, even in a van. And some are sold abroad and some are brought into areas hosting large sporting events and conventions. Many young women were brought down to South Florida for the Super Bowl at Hard Rock Stadium and they were passed around. While J-Lo danced suggestively on a stripper pole at halftime. In fact, a man actually coerced two women and a young girl into selling themselves for sex in Miami during the 2020 Super Bowl. He was just found guilty of commercial sex trafficking by a federal jury in Fort Lauderdale last month. He's 48-year-old Edward Walker of New Haven, Connecticut. He actually brought two adult women and a 17-year-old girl to Miami from Connecticut to service football fans, apparently. And while in Miami, he apparently emotionally, psychologically, and financially coerced the victims to have sex with many, many men in exchange for money, and he pocketed all the cash. Also, apparently, Walker planned to take the victims to Chicago to the NBA All-Star Game, New Orleans for Mardi Gras, Vegas, and other places to exploit them even more. He faces up to life in prison when he's sentenced January 6th, 2022. Minor sex trafficking is a major problem. It is a form of human trafficking, and it forces people, children under the age of 18, to engage in a commercial sex act. And in the United States, every year, about 300,000 children at the average age of 12 are prostituted against their will and forced to provide sex acts 
for an average of 15 men a night. Disgusting. Now, those people who, the scumbags who engage in human trafficking are usually part of organized crime, mom-and-pop businesses, parents and individuals simply looking to make a buck, and sex traffickers of minors target local American victims through the internet, and false advertisements of employment, like, hey, do you want to be a model, as well as at malls, bus stops, fast food restaurants, near runaway shelters, and outside of juvenile court. So these are vulnerable, very scared young people that are picked up by these traffickers. Traffickers prey on vulnerable children and teens, and they use multiple means to control them, like physical violence, isolation, drugs and alcohol dependency. And unlike drugs and arms traffickers, human traffickers can continue to exploit their victims after the initial point of sale. So a person can be sold over and over again. It is a nightmare. So Sheriff Judd here is introducing you to some of the scumbags that he arrested in his six-day sting operation. They are truly the worst of the worst. My number one focus in life is to find these folks that want to attack our children. So while we're doing this undercover operation, our detectives who are specialists were online cruising the different social media sites and guess what we found Donald Spencer he's 64 years of age that's right he's been down here about one year from Pennsylvania and he's already in trouble here for very nasty things he lives in Mulberry he traveled to the undercover location thinking he was gonna have sex with a 14 year old child a little girl He told her online that he was going to teach her and monitor her and help her grow into this world of sex. That's right. So we charged him with traveling and attempted lewd battery. Then, get this, we're never at a loss for quotes as long as we do these operations. Here's what he told the detectives. I knew it was probably a sting, but I had to sacrifice myself in case it wasn't. Are you kidding me? Are you really kidding me? This guy's got five brain cells, three of them aren't working, one of them's used to operate the BB he's got for a brain. He came up to the operation, admitted he knew it was probably a sting, but that's how strong their desire is to have sex with children. Now, he was very, very nasty in his chat to what he thought was a little 14-year-old girl. All of this was social media driven. He was prowling children's social media sites looking for a child to attack. If this entire operation had only caused this person to be arrested, it certainly would have been worth it. Theodore Ryan Jones, a chef at Disney Springs, he had a Pikachu doll that he wanted to introduce to a 13-year-old child. He's a chef at The Hangar in Disney Springs. That's where we found him. Our detectives were able to run him down, and he was there. And he had old Pikachu in the car. That's right. Sheriff Grady Judd actually had the large stuffed Pikachu animal at the podium when he described what this guy wanted to do to the 13-year-old. He wanted to tell this what he thought was a 13-year-old child, a little girl, that he wanted to have sex with her for the first time, and that when they finished, he wanted to keep her panties. 
And he didn't come to the undercover location, so we went to him. We had to rescue Pikachu from that nasty environment. But more importantly, we had to find children who he was seeking. And he was seeking them once again on social media sites. He was using his computer. He was transmitting nude photographs of himself. That's right. To what he believed to be a 13-year-old child. He said very nasty things to this 13-year-old child to go along with the very ugly, vile, nude photographs that he sent. But wait a minute. There were also women among the 102 people arrested in this sex sting operation. Get a load of this one. And then there's Frances Hall. Frances Hall is a specialist. You see, she's in the kinky sex. She brings like a bag full of all kinds of things that we're not going to talk about. Or we're not going to show you. But she's like the wild deal here. She showed up to be a dominant in a dominant submissive event. She was charging $175. Well, newsflash. She got arrested. She claims her real job is data entry. We're not going to let her enter data at the jail, but her data was entered at the jail. This lady will get you in trouble fast. And here's the chief of police from Lakeland, Florida, who is really happy to be part of this whole sting operation with Sheriff Grady Judd. And he just wanted to thank all of his men and women that went undercover and had to get down and dirty with these disgusting people. He said they all probably needed a good shower after their week's work. A long week of seeing a lot of stuff they probably never wanted to see. A long week of dealing with a lot of folks that they probably wouldn't want to deal with on an ordinary basis, but they're willing to go out into those uh, seedy places and make those contacts in order to safeguard our whole community. So my hat really goes off to them for the great work they did. But the work is not done, and Sheriff Judd wants everyone to know that there's plenty more scumbags where these 102 came from, and he will not give up. You'll find our sexual predators prowling for children in apps that are of interest to children. So we are there undercover every day searching out those predators. So they need not to relax and say, oh, I got away with it. No, it's no tricks, no treats. Well, the reality of it is this is not the last time we're going to do this until the next Halloween. No, this is what we do every day. Florida ranks third in the country for human trafficking behind California and Texas. And child sex trafficking is an horrific crime. It robs the innocence of its victims and causes significant physical, mental, and emotional trauma. In multiple instances, the defendants beat me, sexually assaulted me, starved me, and let other strange men do the same. They would hold me down, and when I would beg for them to stop, they would they would cover my mouth and laugh. Laugh at the fact that they were hurting me. Doing something like this to a person is inhumane. And when they were doing it, they thought about no one but themselves. I'm going to have to deal with this for the rest of my life. In fact, the average length of survival for a trapped child sex trafficking victim is seven years. 
And lest you think it's just the men who are being bad boys, there are bad girls too. There are prostitutes who are not sex slaves. They're doing it because they're making money and that's their chosen profession. Like this woman who was caught in Sheriff Grady Judd's sex trafficking sting. There's Alicia Tucker. She's 36. She's from Orlando. She was in possession of cocaine. She had an outstanding warrant for trafficking in oxycodone. She's got a long criminal history. She has 52 prior criminal charges and or arrest. Did you hear me? 52. And she's only 36 years old. She's been arrested seven times in Orange County, in the Orlando area, for prostitution. She's a slow learner. Nothing we've done in the criminal justice system has stopped her criminal conduct. I suggest it's time she go to state prison. That may be a novel thought if you're from Orange County, but this is Polk County, and we lock you up for doing bad things. I love that man. Sheriff Grady Judd from Polk County. He is a no-nonsense law enforcement juggernaut, and he's hilarious. Then there's Shelby Adkinson. He's 49. He's from Hickory Street in Lakeland. He showed up on his birthday and was bragging that it's his birthday. Well, happy birthday, Shelby. How did that work for you? Well, we gave him a birthday gift. We gave him a nice set of handcuffs. And then we gave him a special meal at the jail. And then we gave him free room and board, all for his birthday. And when our undercovers negotiated the price with him, because it was his birthday, we offered him a $10 discount. Now, he certainly had a birthday that he'll remember forever. But there's more to the story. He uh, has a long criminal history. He's got 30 previous charges from California. Well, Shelby, I suggest you pack up and go back to California. You know, they're not so tough on that stuff out there. In fact, I don't think California's tough on much of anything. So go back to California. Obviously, you didn't learn out there in the criminal justice system. We're going to give you a new found lesson here in the state of Florida. He's, by the way, employed as a handyman. They didn't say what kind of handyman, but I highly suggest you don't hire this guy. <laughs> Love it. Well, just to wrap things up, if you're a parent, you want to watch what apps your children are on, especially if it's an app where there can be some communication between unknown people and your child. You just don't know who they're talking with out there in the ethernet, the internet, the metasphere, whatever the heck it is these days, whatever the kids are calling it these days. Today, we're gonna talk about the metaverse, starting with the most important experience of all, connecting with people. I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg, but your little metaverse sounds pretty dangerous to me, especially when children are involved. You never know what kind of icky people they're gonna connect up with. And speaking of children, my own child, who's an adult, has asked that I do a final wrap-up of the Gabby Petito Brian Laundry case. Did he kill himself? Did he commit suicide? So, okay, honey, I'll do that next week. But until then, make sure you download and subscribe to all my 130-plus podcasts. Give me five stars. Also, check me out on Instagram at Podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany, live on NFL Network. 
Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football, live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave, and here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.